Okay, welcome back everyone to another episode of the Haney with Monster podcast. We are up to episode 92 and with a talk to a friend who knew about someone who would be uh, just about perfect to have on this podcast. Uh, she let me know, uh, Miss Claudia. Uh, she said, yeah, I got this uh, friend who uh, does some mural paintings and stuff out in Naperville where she works. And she sees him every uh, morning as she goes to work and sees him working on the murals and uh, doing all that stuff that he does for the murals, uh, cleaning them and restoring them and everything. And she says, yeah, you got to have him on the podcast so i did and i had a great discussion with uh you know more than i even knew that he was uh an art director the public art curator at century walk corporation for uh naperville area there a graphic designer a painter uh does airbrush work uh is a photographer uh restores old paintings and uh, a bunch more uh, even has his stuff in magazines and newspapers and was in Comic-Con uh, or the C2E2 uh, for a while. And that, you know, wasn't his thing. You know, he did that for like five or six years and moved on to bigger and better stuff. But yeah, I mean, all the way from Philippines to America and now resides in Orland Park, but you could see his paintings and murals all up on uh, buildings and such in the Naperville area. That's all uh, uh, him doing that uh, with his team also to help him with, uh, you know, some of it. Uh, also has time to cruise around in his 57 Chevy Bel Air uh, with his pompadour <laughs> hair hairstyle. Probably listening to uh, some Elvis or some uh, Van Halen or some Led Zeppelin, you know. And then he gets home to, uh, you know, check his unique mailbox that he has that's designed uh, by him that lights up and everything. And he even has a car alarm hooked up to it. So so he uh, knows when people are in and out of his mailbox. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, designed on the 57 Chev Chevy Bel Air. So it has the same, you know, kind of design as that and uh, paint job as well. So, uh, yeah, without further delay, this is a great one with uh, artist extraordinaire, uh, Mr. Dios Dado Mondero. And his nickname is Dodie that he goes by. And yeah, let's get ready to crank those jams. This is episode uh, 92 of the uh, Haney with Monster podcast. Uh, I'm talking today with uh, artist, graphic designer. Um, uh, you have another title. Uh, 
artist extraordinaire. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. Diaz Dado Mandero. Yes. Okay. Dodi nickname. Yeah. <laughs> Dodi. Okay. Yeah. It's a yeah. like childhood nickname. Behind you, all that art. Oh, uh, different skateboards and uh, skateboard artwork. Yeah. What's yeah. that? What's that portrait right there with? Who's oh, that that's uh, from a old uh, '80s movie called Thrashing. Thrashing. Oh, I, I won't. I should know this, but I... <laughs> it's yeah. It's uh, it's kind of like one of the first movies uh, that. Um, oh, what is the actor's name? Uh, I've, I've seen. I've I've seen. I have seen Thrashing a while, long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like one of them uh, that got me into skateboarding and stuff. Yeah, it's like one of the original, like. Um, you know, movies they did dedicated to like skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. It's kind of like a, there's a cult following in that, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Like there was uh, not an actual DVD that came out, but one that was kind of made from uh, some people and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's, I probably uh, wore out the, uh, the VCR tape that I had back in the 80s <laughs> a long time ago, watching it over and over and over. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same movie, but I, re- I remember what, looking at California, you know, like a, a group of, of uh, kids who they were like the, the, the first generation on skateboarding. They all had like blonde hair, long hair. Is that what it, is that what it is? Yeah. 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 Live, breathe like skateboarding. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of what got me into uh, art art and artwork uh myself. Yeah. Uh just seeing uh the different graphics and the stickers and the t-shirts and uh yeah, all that stuff from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had some uh great great designs back then. Uh to, you know, you would you wouldn't even really care what the the size of the skateboard was it was more about the graphic that was on it for me uh just just the artwork my, so. my son my son my youngest one he got into longboarding okay like a little bit and you know it was, it was like it was a short time uh, like a fad you know at one time like people were into like longboarding so he asked me you know to buy him his first first long long longboard yes and, up- upgraded to something else that where he's customizing his own oh okay and um but the first one that i bought him mm-hmm. i think i bought it at bad boys toys oh okay so that store you know i think they're no longer doesn't exist anymore yeah in a midwest store bad called bad boys toys so they have uh a store that was uh closing and they were liquidating everything oh so um I ended up buying a display case to so an Oakley, nice Oakley display case for like really cheap, like 400 bucks. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it was something that they had in the back room and they didn't need it anymore. And it was, it was, it wasn't in a perfect condition, but it was good enough for me. I always, I always love those old Oakley. Uh, if you're familiar with the, the Oakley display case, it's like a, like a exclusive display case for like sunglass. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. uh, so I always wanted one and said so I got lucky where they were they had an extra one in the back and I think they might have left it outside because they had like it's it's all made in aluminum but mm. it had some stains on it and you know, oh. so it wasn't it wasn't like perfect shape but I offered like four hundred bucks so yeah with me. Um so I got my 
uh, I guess, comic book statues like displayed on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And if you're familiar with sideshow statues. Oh, yeah, like, the, the collectibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Batman, I have Batman Joker, and Harley Quinn, but that that's the extent of it. I, I can't. I don't, <laughs> it's like expensive, these things. Are <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I stick I to think- the... I stick to the smaller stuff, the 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 pop Funkos or the <laughs> so yeah. I, have, I think I have Funko Funko action figure somewhere, probably in the box. But yeah, uh, my the the first longboard that I bought my son, I I displayed it. I don't know if you can see. I got. I got me move this. Oh yeah. In the corner, can you see the red that that red? Uh, oh okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a longboard. It, it it's some kind of. Uh, like kind of tiki like the artwork on it okay so yeah I, I i i i hanged it on the corner for sentimental reason reasons mm-hmm. it's like the first time we actually i took my bike and he had his longboard and we we went around this this uh bike path that's like five miles yeah it's in our in our it's on our uh across the street and they okay. were just, they were just uh you know, make, um, I guess putting the, the asphalt, like they were, they were almost like set, they were like 70% done. Okay. We did, we did the, the, that long trip around there. It was fun. So watching my son doing the longboard and I had yeah. a good video of it too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where were yeah. you located? Uh, I'm in, uh, Wilmington, which is like, uh, about 15, 20 minutes South of Joliet. Yeah, Wilmington. I went. I wasn't Dwight that long ago just to see my friend. Uh, I want to see how I can lower this a little bit. Uh, see my him. My 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 friend had uh, he had his birthday. Oh, okay. So he invited me to go to Dwight. It was like a, probably an hour drive. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Took my old car. Oh okay. Yeah. I have, I have, I have a '57 Chevy I've had for 22 years now. Oh wow! Nice. My daily driver. Oh, real nice. Yeah, with weather permitting, so I don't drive it in the rain or winter, but I store uh, it in a Yeah. And I drive my SUV. But, oh, nice. Yeah, I was... but it, it, you know, I was, it's not like I was anxious. It's, it's like I'm looking at my the time and like, I guess we could do this now. So I like messages. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just uh, setting up. I, uh, yeah, for some reason, I, I, was uh, going to get groceries yesterday and then on my way back, uh, bringing them in. I don't know. I was going up and down the stairs and then my foot just all of a sudden started hurting, hurting a lot. Yeah. And someone had mentioned like to check, you know, if it's gout or something like that, but I, I don't think it's that. I I don't know. I just have an ice pack on it now and wrapped and took some, took some pills for it. It should be fine. I think. Yeah. Trying, (laughs) Trying to see how, how I can, looking for the setting here and i could maybe lower the the audio for me in my end trying to figure this out but oh is it too too loud um is it in your end or my end uh it it sounds fine for me okay okay that's fine that's fine maybe wait hold on okay yeah all right yep (laughs) no that's that that's just a computer but Uh, all right okay yeah um (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready when you are. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, how do you pronounce uh, your first name then? 
uh, Dios, Dios Dado, D-I-O-S. Okay. Dios, God given, given, you know, my dad, my dad gave it to me. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Dios Dado. He was just in the Philippines and I think it was in the, uh, I think it was in the sixties. There was, there was a president, um, uh, Dios Dado Macapagal and he was his favorite president because he was the most honest president. Oh, okay. You know, in his lifetime. Yeah. Before Marcos. Marcos was like a corrupted. Yeah. Oh, wow. He was like dic- dictator, as they call him. But, uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, um, and then in Philippines, um, kids, kids are always given this like quirky, cute names. So they, yeah. they should be as doubted like Dodie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I've never met another Dodie until like, you know, maybe, maybe uh, like when they had that, you know, with Princess Di was dating the, the princess, the Dodie Alfayette. I just felt like oh. another Dodie. <laughs> oh, <shit>. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, my mine is with, with an E. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. I, I met some Dodies with a D-O-D-I. But oh, very, yeah. very rare that I meet another one. Not I. I think I met a, a woman. Her name was Dodie. Uh huh. Kind of like from like Dorothy or uh, yeah, Dodie, something like that. But okay, but, yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm from Manila. Oh, um, all right, okay. Yeah, yeah, I for sure. Came here in the U.S. when I was 13, 19, December of '79. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of, I should say, maybe culture shock, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because in the Philippines, all the, in the school system there, they're all very, like, organized, strict, you know? Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So, like, um, all the schools wear uniforms. Teachers are, are like Hitlers there. They, they stand in the hallway with a, with a you know, the pointy oh yeah <laughs> a stick <laughs> ready to slap you with <laughs> hey they would call you get over here and they whip you to teach you a lesson that they screw around and, uh, yeah <laughs> you, know, you fall in line and yeah so um yeah i think most most parents would probably uh like to have that back in our school system <laughs> oh yeah i, I wouldn't mind that you know? <laughs> so, uh, so when i came here i was uh they threw me in eighth grade junior high uh-huh so, Philippines, I was already, we, we, uh, back then we stopped at sixth grade. Okay. We don't go seventh, eighth. Yeah. After sixth grade, you move on to high school. So I was already in second year high school. Oh, okay. Most of the students are already, you know, acting more mature, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I come here and they put me in eighth grade. Oh. (laughs) Kids were running in the hallway. Yeah. Pushing, loud, laughing. I even <laughs> seen a kid like doing skateboarding. Oh yeah! <laughs> on the hallway, you know? Wow. Uh, he always gets in trouble with getting the dean, but he carries his, his skateboard with him. Yeah. So, you know, I being thirteen, young, and you know, in a new in a you know, new land, and it was, mm-hmm. it was, you know, I had to make some adjustments. Yeah. You know? Made some good friends who I'm still friends today. You know, one of my best friends, Graham. So he was my my, my first American friend. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, we uh, yeah, it was like a, we 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 hung out a lot back then. And he went to college, and we had that, that 
you know, in friendship, you have that separation. Your, your friend goes to college. You want to go the other way. Yeah, yeah. I ended up, I went to, I went to um, a junior college and majored in commercial art okay. um, for two years. And then I was plucked out from there to work for an interior design firm. Oh, all right. My friends, um, one of my friends' dad owned an interior design firm. Oh, okay. She she bragged about me about my artwork and you know, from they saw in high school and yeah. So he brought me in to get an interview and went to his house and while they were after dinner he sat down with me he showed my portfolio that you know mm. I had in college. Yeah. He loved my work so much he hired me on the spot. Oh, sweet. And he, I started my career at twenty and you know being a working for interior designer so I was a became an in-house artist and art director. Mm -hmm. I did all types of art, whatever he threw at me. Yeah. You know, I would just figure it out, improvise. Yeah. Learn airbrush. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, airbrushing was, was, was fun back then before all the digital. You know? uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I have a beef about digital as I, as I, as I you know, kind yeah. of noted for you and, <laughs> Very hardcore. I'm, a, I'm tradi a traditionalist. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the real world, you know, our artists should should have, you know, versatility. Yeah, it's it's very very important. Mm -hmm. that just, and you you learn the fundamentals. You know, I, I try right. to get to to young students mm -hmm. uh, to learn the fundamentals and learn as much as they can. Yeah, art in all mediums because. It's that's like um, when they get out in the real world, when when they they're challenged to do a project, uh -huh. it can be you know second nature to them to to like they know like they're set skilled they like I think they, they they have confidence to do it. Yeah. But but I was fortunate being you know old school and all learned a lot of old traditional ways, and then you know come fast forward you know kind of like the two thousands mid two thousands. Yeah, Adobe developed Photoshop. Yeah, yeah, and Illustrator, and <laughs> oh, so, yeah. so a lot of artists, you know, who from that time were who are traditional artists too. You know, they they like um, opened opened up to learn digital. Yeah, so this is a good a good marriage, um, best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. I I would I forced myself to learn uh, Adobe program. Yeah. When I was asked to do logo designs, I would always go to my friend who knows who went to school for graphic design. He knows Photoshop. Yeah. Illustrator. And he would design the logo for me. So mm -hmm. I, I went to my client and then I would ask Gil, or my friend Gil. And he would he would help me. He would he would come to my to my office studio and he would, would sit down in the 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 old program of Photoshop illustrator, yeah. you know, design it while I'm sitting there next to him. Okay. Well, I was tired of relying and calling him mm -hmm. and it, you know, when he's busy and I, I got nothing. I don't, I don't know. The program. So I paid <laughs> up late nights learning the program myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mastered it. I didn't go to class for it. I'm just, yeah. I'm just that kind of artist that like, I don't need to go to class. I could learn it on my own. Okay. Yeah. 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 Self-taught. <laughs> well, yeah. And yeah. And yeah. Not self Very much self-taught. Yeah. Yeah, when when you're an art, you know, an artist, if you have the if you have the drive 
in that fire. You can learn anything as far as yeah, yeah. Uh, just you just have to learn and, and yeah, make it. a lot of mistakes so you know uh, what what to do. <laughs> yeah, a lot of trial and error. That, that's, yeah, and then you know it, it it feels good when when um you know you you learn one medium. My my problem with me with with personally it's like when I learn a certain style of art mm-hmm. uh, and focus on it and master it, I get bored. Uh-huh. So that boredom is like, what's next? What can I, yeah. what can I learn? Yeah. I, I evolved that way. And I don't, I don't want to be like, you know, um, what, what do you call that? Like, a, um, what's that phrase? Mm. Um, one, one trick. One, yeah, one, one trick, trick pony. pony. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> one trick pony. They, that uh, and that's that's also you know dangerous today. And in, in how when the COVID hit, yeah, artists who are one trick ponies, mm-hmm. they have no backup plan. They have no second set skills. Right, you know, to be able to to pay bills. Yeah. So if you're a graphic designer and your advertising firm is not getting clients, yeah doesn't have any money right yeah, right the domino effect mm-hmm. so they can't they can't pay their employees so now you're they laid them off and graphic designers are now fighting for like that next position in another company oh yeah and it, it's just it just sucks when when reality gets and they don't know what to do and they get into deep depression yeah well, again going back to the versatility part of it i with naperville uh Back in 2000, I did the mural, my first mural for downtown Naperville. Oh, okay. I built a relationship with a company, Century Walk. Mm-hmm. And so, and fast forward years later, they, they commissioned me again to do another big mural, probably the largest mural I've ever done. It's like mm. 18 feet high by 132 feet wide. Oh, wow. It's down an alley. It's, it's a parade mural. So mm. it's all like, uh, local people who helped who donated money it's just it was a self-funding mural and they they uh you know would pay a thousand dollars to 500 to you know pr- put their portraits on there oh okay yeah people were stepping up at the plate there you know and we we collected about three hundred fifty thousand. wow not all for me yeah I had to pay my assistants too i was i had assistants but i was the architect for the whole design and and uh you know, uh, process of this. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Four years, four oh. years of that. Oh and yeah. That's how long it took. Yeah. Four years to complete the mural. Wow. And because being a long wall, we, you know, people were like, Hey, how can I be in the wall? Like, okay, well you, you give us this X amount of dollars. We'll put you right here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Portrait. And then, so it filled up from there. Yeah. And we would layer them, like put them, layer and layer so there's depth too when you look yeah. at yeah yeah and then businesses the businesses like if they they, they could pay five thousand dollars if they want their business and their logo to ad, be advertised okay know, yeah mural yeah um, but what's great is the the naperville you know uh locals love love their town and they oh yeah uh-huh. so that's how you know they they had the money and yeah but um yeah, and late, later, you know, with this whole COVID, uh, not, not, not just the COVID, but remember when, when the whole George Floyd Black Lives Matter hit? Yeah. Oh, it was, it was just, it, it, it changed 
a lot of uh, people coming out of the woodwork were demanding they're demanding their you know their rights you know? yeah that's this kind of um woke what do you call it woke movement or we movement oh uh, yeah it it somewhat um shifted my work too because it, it's you know we were like somewhat in, in high alert because we, we don't we're afraid to like it, i mean some of these people we were doing riots and looting and yeah breaking windows and they were i was i was afraid that they were going to destroy my mural oh yeah the mayor the mayor ordered the you know the uh, um riot police or yeah that they were in riot gear they protected the murals my yeah. mural yeah it was great see them standing in the mural you know making sure nobody was screwing around with it uh-huh. so yeah it was it was um it was it was an eye-opening thing so that this also triggered it there was a kid that uh, a black kid in lived in Bounders Grove went to stood in front of my mural yeah took a picture, took a picture of himself and put it on change.org showing the whole world that this mural needs to change it's you know all white all white people he needs to have some color yeah what he doesn't know what he doesn't understand is that this this mural is a parade mural Mm-hmm. it's called Naperville loves a parade that when you, when you see parades in downtown Naperville, I, I, I would say about 90%, 90, 95% of all the people watching the parade, especially like labor day coming up tomorrow. Yeah. And Memorial day, they're all white. Yeah. Naperville is 80% predominantly white. Yeah. So they, they all love their, 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 their parades and that's how they we titled it so they, they 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 come and show up with their lawn chairs and there are pictures online you could see people who are watching the parade they're all they're all white right but anyway the demand now of, of you know of, of all that they want they're pushing to put more people of color onto uh, this mural uh-huh so refuse to to understand and research the purpose of the mural and the history of it mm-hmm and we were we were fighting and battling, but not, most of them, you know, are all stubborn. They just don't want to understand it. They all they want to see. They want to make some put change, you know, like change. Yeah, change. yeah. Good color here. Um, yeah. But again, you know, that's also critical because being the, the city being primarily white, there are people who who does not like the idea of changing things like that because it's, that's really not the truth. Is we you know we're representing the truth, and the truth is. Yeah, as far as parade mural. That's these are the people who do go and watch the parade. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. There's no. So yeah. there was huge controversy about that, and then you know another another group tried to to open to to start their own little public art group to to create their own change. Yeah, that's, I'm not going to name their names. I'm not going to name their group, but uh huh. They're they're they want to they want to you know put their stamp in town. You know. Yeah. To, uh, and have bragging rights you know? <laughs> um, yeah but you know so we just i just move forward and do my job so my my, my i have an important job to, that the, the we have probably 52 not probably there is we've got 52 uh, pub, public art pieces in downtown naperville so oh, okay my job is to uh go through you know the the like murals, bronze statues, or sag tiles to, to to check if there's an issue. So I fix them. Okay. Every year there's an issue. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, um, 
yeah, it, it you know, what weather is also, an, you know, my, my battle with heat. Oh and yeah. Extremely <laughs> hot, I, don't, I don't go. Uh, my downtime is winter. So I would right, right beginning of November. I just, I just pack and just don't, you know, wait till next spring. Yeah. Yeah. I love my downtime. And <laughs> I get to do a lot of artwork, you know, my personal artwork during winter time. So but oh, I have okay. side projects in my studio. Yeah, that's that's my job in in downtown Naperville. I maintain all the art, the public art. Yeah, it's a pretty honorable job. You know, I I get to beautify the town. Oh yeah, and that's a a good town to work with too, because it seems uh, they're uh, really you know uh, for for the area and uh, come out and support each other. And uh, yeah, yeah, I wake up early and set my alarm 5:15 get ready you know grab my coffee and go and <laughs> i like working in the especially in the summertime when it gets hot in the afternoon oh I, I yeah work. and then once once it's uh i feel it's uncom- uncomfortable and too humid i leave and come back to my studio and do some, continue my work in the studio oh yeah nice is that your studio down there right there this, yeah, it's my, my office studio. This is my office. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, nice. We have, we have I have a home studio, and it I I took over the whole basement uh-huh. where it used to be when the, when my kids, my two boys, our two boys were small. You know, it was there you got your pool table and your ping pong. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you know it's like a recreation room. But um, they grew up, and you know we we hardly used a pool table, and yeah ping pong tables i disassembled it and made the whole basement my, my whole full production art studio nice nice it looks really nice too <laughs> I, yeah i mean i i have um yeah I, I have a photography area um i have stations that there's my drawing stations i got my digital art station mm-hmm. and i have a room that uh, not, uh, a quarter of the the, the the room here in the studio is has a uh, steampunk slash industrial age uh decor oh so okay it's not your typical art studio artist studio it's yeah it's just uh people don't really know they just lost for words when they come in and <laughs> that's what they expected because when you yeah. walk in the artist studio you see you know big easels and canvases and brushes yeah yeah this my mine is unusual but yeah. it's my it's my love for the industrial age and i i discovered steampunk yeah and it's some steampunk building and a building like uh, death race. You know? uh-huh. uh, but it was fun. So my, 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 the concept is like, what, what if Nikola Tesla and, and Thomas Edison had a, was an artist in their art studio. So, and they were yeah, also- yeah, yeah. So this would be that ideal type of decor. That, uh, from nice. like 1800s, you know? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh uh, yeah. It was just a, a theme that I, that I selected. Yeah, a lot of uh, guitars too. Are you you a guitar player? I see. Yeah, oh, I love guitars. I'm not much of a player. Being a, a lefty, yeah, uh-huh. uh, have to reprogram or re re, uh-huh. re call that the uh, restrain uh, all the guitars. Or <laughs> my, my my your brain is like you know how to shift to be a a, a right handed player. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm good with rhythm. You know, oh. I'm not I'm not a shredder. <laughs> yeah i learned i learned a lot about guitars and guitar building so i i do build my own guitar oh wow that's yeah. interesting uh, like this is more for like 
fender, it's, it's easy to build from you know, strats and, and telecasters because they're, they're just parts. You buy parts and you put them together. Yeah, nice. Learned, learned electronics and the pickups. And mm -hmm. What makes what makes a guitar sound their specific tone? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's just a hobby. It's just something that I enjoy in my my own leisure time. Mm -hmm. I have no no plans to have my own band. Nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. It's just it's just I, maybe it's a childhood fantasy because we use my my cousin and I when we were little we loved Led Zeppelin. Oh yeah, Kiss and Led Zeppelin, and we were we had this dream that we we're going to have our own band someday. <laughs> <laughs> but as life changes, I moved here to the U.S. Yeah. Uh, Are you uh, originally from uh, Naperville then? Originally, well, coming from Manila, they moved. I, when I arrived here in 70, December of 79, I lived in Wheaton with my okay. sister and her, and her family. And then so I went to Glenbert South High School there. Uh-huh. Wheaton and um, Wheaton, Glen Ellen. So okay. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, I, I discovered. Um, well, actually, had I had my uh, really you know love art, and I have my hidden talents. And my my art teacher in high school, Art One Hundred One, uh, mm -hmm. she discovered my you know my raw talent. Okay. And she she mentored and molded me. Yeah. And uh, you know guided me the proper way to. And I almost ended up in the military, uh, sign up the Marines because I didn't know what to do with my my future, my my career. I didn't yeah. know career in art. That, so the com my counselor when junior, I think junior, they they were started to interview you, sit you down, and ask you what do you want to do with your you know, yeah. college and future. <laughs> yeah, and I said I, I don't really know, and yeah. Gosh, I was thinking about going in the military and she said, Oh no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I said, don't, don't waste your talents there. I said, there are other ways. I said, well, you can, uh, you can get a scholarship, sign up for a scholarship. So yeah. she, called, she called in my, 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 uh, my art teacher. Yeah. Mentor. And they both sat down with me to convince me to not go to the military. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I signed, I applied for a scholarship and I got scholarship. Mm -hmm. So, to the art 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 institute of chicago and and uh also commercial commercial art at cod oh so okay at the uh, college of the page yeah. they have a great program there college of the page with commercial art yeah. but it's all the old school uh commercial art when they used to teach that now i think it's just a lot of like nowadays is you know with the digital world you got your graphic design you got your adobe programs yeah design you know in design and all that yeah. but yeah. But we all did the, the old school key line and pace up. <laughs> I hated that one. I hated that class, the key line and pace up. Yeah. <laughs> actually, like cut letters and then you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cut and paste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, this is before Adobe you know, programs. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, around that time, is that when you realized you wanted to become an artist then? Uh, uh, um, junior high or uh, high school, uh, you're juniors i tried I, I yeah i tried i tried you know I, I i took their advice and and took the the classes in college and experienced college uh art arts art classes in college i yeah. loved it yeah and when when um i got my portfolio or organized and all my you know top illustration and painting projects that i've done i 
and I got uh, interviewed. I got I got called in by my friends, uh, my my uh, friend from high school. Her dad was, like I said, he was an uh, interior design firm president right. of the company. And yeah. He had a lot of McDonald's. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. He interviewed me, hired me in the spot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He, he got me in, in there with my own, de- I was, I had my own department and I was in charge there. So, made me art director. Oh, nice. And, uh, so, we did a lot of, uh, I, 95% of our designs were all McDonald's. Oh, okay. We were one of five interior design firms that that catered to McDonald's. Oh, all right. We, we did exclusive. We were exclusive to McDonald's uh, with all the. We did a lot of a lot of diners. Uh huh. Diner the, the old uh, McDonald's diner in, in Chicago was one of our projects. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were you uh, in charge then of designing the buildings and? Oh no no no! no. I designed the, all the the artwork to be put oh. murals murals and. Even okay. even painting vase, vases and arranging flowers, that was also my job. Oh, okay. So more than interior so I, stuff. Yeah, if, if 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 artists being an artist didn't work out for me, I could work in the floral. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, flower shop, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That <laughs> skills for. Oh, when uh, uh, when you were a child, were you a, a artsy, uh, imaginative uh, kid growing up? Oh, I so how this all started way back when I, when I, when I went to uh, the mall, well, I actually uh, ditched school. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then we went to the mall and then I saw uh, an artist doing a, a portrait. Yeah. Um, doing a pencil portrait. Oh, okay. And I on the spot. I was blown away. I couldn't, I couldn't believe, you know, a, a human being could actually paint and draw like that or draw. Yeah. Huh? He was using a, a, a different skill when he sh- with shading. He would he would uh, right. He had like a graphite powder. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He would sprinkle the the graphite, the powder on them, and then he would use a makeup brush. Oh, he would gently glide the the bristles over this, and he would create like the the uh, the cheekbone, like the shadow. Right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing a portrait. Yeah, instead of yeah. using pencil to do shadowing, he was using or, sh- or shading. Mm-hmm. Use the the graphite, and so yeah. it's a it's it's a very difficult technique. Oh yeah, yeah. But also, my sister did caricature. Uh, I would always beg my sister, you know, to do some kind of cartoon for me, and she would get a piece of paper and she would show me. I would I would be a little kid watching her do all that uh, yeah. little cartoon. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that kind of triggered you know my interest more in art, and then uh, what did it for me in sixth grade? Uh, one of my classmates, uh, super talented. This this kid, I saw he was he was copying. Uh, took a blank piece of paper. Yeah, and I saw all our our like our classmates was huddling over over his shoulder, and yeah. Was, What's, what's all the commotion, right? So, <laughs> yeah. And I look over and he was copying a movie poster to the exact detail, exact proportion from a uh, movie. Oh, wow. I was super jealous. <laughs> yeah. He, he had, how can he have this talent, right? How can he draw like <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That drove me over the edge. As soon as I got home, yeah. 
detritus. So I got myself a, a movie ad yeah. and a large piece of paper and I have a pencil, but I had a pen. Okay. So I, I was copying what I'm seeing. So I'm transferring what I see. Right. Like piece of paper, like, you know, like a yeah. photographic memory and just following, following the lines and right. shadowing with, you know, cross hatching and very raw, very raw sketch. But yeah, yeah. I was able to achieve it. I remember, I remember vividly my dad coming down the stairs because he was looking, I was on the floor. I didn't have a table. I was just on the floor. Uh-huh. And so he was shocked to see that I have this talent. Oh, wow. And I could, that I could draw. Yeah. But there was no, there was no art, art class or art, art school that I know in the Philippines. Yeah. So nothing. I didn't know what they even existed. Oh, wow. So I just, I just uh, did it on my own. Okay. I just sketched on my own. Yeah. So uh, you, you would uh, just uh, draw on the floor and uh, that's how you kind of learned that you had art skills, people seeing your stuff and telling you, Oh yeah, you got some skills. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not a fast forward later and not, not until high school freshman year. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, I only had three surviving sketches. I, I did when I was a kid. Uh-huh. It's all by pen, and I did oh. it for to send to my nephew as a as a birthday gift. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just just I did it, and then it was it was Jesus Christ. It was Jose Rizal, which is he's the national hero of the Philippines, mm-hmm. and then Superman. Oh, all right. My sister kept it. Yeah, and yeah, you know, she pulled it out from you know from from storage and then I ended up acquiring it. So, Oh yeah. My, one of my priceless uh, possessions of my, my origin. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's neat to have your, your earliest uh, artwork and stuff like that as an artist and just to so, see how far you've come. <laughs> yeah. Commercial art, you know, they taught you the basics of how to do uh, black and white illustrations, uh, key line paste up, you got your airbrush, mm-hmm. uh, and also graphic design. Yeah. Um, so with, with that, having my portfolio, um, a good, good solid portfolio. I, I, as I mentioned, my, I got hired on the spot to work for the interior design firm and through the 10 years, uh, working there and also being the art director, I learned, I was, I was self-taught, but I learned a lot. Uh, the, uh, the business, uh, the restaurant business. Oh so, yeah. The, sorry, the interior design oh, in, okay. in the restaurant industry. So mm-hmm. find, find out that there's there's a you know a demand for uh, artists and muralists. Yeah, I was able to learn the process of doing murals, and so fast forward from eighty five nineteen eighty five to nineteen ninety five nineteen ninety five. I started my own. I quit my dream job. Oh wow! Yeah, uh-huh. and. And um, started my own business, uh, Mandera Studios. So, but when I when I decided to go on my own, my one of my best friends' uh, father, his his father, when I had dinner with him, he had sat me down in a pep talk. Mm-hmm. He said that uh, you know I have an incredible talent, and I should go on my own business. Um, I said you you get you have I have he, he believed in his heart that I can go on my own. Yeah. I just didn't have the confidence and the will to, to, you know, take on the world. Yeah. So when 
9-11 hit and our company was, wasn't getting as much work from McDonald's. So my boss was laying off architects. Oh, wow. I was, I was worried that he might lay me off if, you know, he take me down to the sinking ship. But yeah, so I decided, and since I also got married and started my own family, I decided to go on my own. Blind, yeah. uh-huh. blind. I had no, I had no you know, business background or t- I took, I didn't take any business classes, but I learned on my own. Mm-hmm. I, have friends, I have friends who, who step up to, you know, help me out with, uh, you know, how to draw up a contract, a proposal, uh, invoices, debate, just the basic stuff. Cause yeah. it's, really, it's really, is the basics, you just basics in the business and, you know, like business ethics. And, but I had the skills, so mm-hmm. I have to apply the business know-how and learning. And also learn how important it is for young artists to learn business. Oh and yeah. Yeah, for sure. Questionnaire. Like I, I, they artists, they want, they want to be artists. They want to be the famous artists. And the <laughs> <act gallery work. laughs> yeah. They have no clue how brutal yeah. the world is, uh, you know, business world is in art. They just, yeah. Yeah. They, 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 Plus, they're you know they're very emotional. They're they're introverts. Yeah, most yeah. Of them, they they just don't know how to handle. You know, yeah, uh, if if to walk in to walk in a job, trying they're trying to get gigs, and then you know yeah. if they keep they get getting you know receiving getting those. Yeah, or, you know, if they don't like their work, but <laughs> you know it, it's it's just really just knowing. I knew I knew what what the in the restaurant industry, like you applying, like it's a basically like the theme when we design something, it's a theme, like fifties, fifties diner or okay. like, um, space theme. Right. Yeah. So you, you, you just a lot of doing a lot of research and then just pounding it, just doing, doing all the, the, the large scale murals with that to apply the artwork to, to go with the theme. Yeah. So I did, I would do murals of, of like uh, legends, movie legends. Oh, okay. Rock and roll legend. It was all airbrush, all hand painted and airbrush. Oh wow! So, but that back then, that was that was the raw form of doing it, hand painted. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's like digital. Like you could you mm-hmm. could design something in Photoshop, mm-hmm. put a printer, and they would just print a large scale on a, on like a, a canvas or vinyl, and then apply like wallpaper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the cheap route. But I <laughs> I met clients that they don't like they don't like uh, you know a sticker on their wall. They wanted original art. Yeah, yeah. So those those are the good clients, and I have. Oh, I, yeah. I build relationships with clients that they're repeat clients, so they they help you know put food on the table. Uh huh. Yeah. Did you have uh, any uh, influences uh, when you were uh, starting to do any of your work? Uh, something that you you know uh, like like to follow a lot to to you know art wise. Oh, okay, so back in the eighties, um, I was a huge Duran Duran fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> the cover, the cover of uh, the, the Rio. Uh huh. Rio. Yeah. I, I was blown away with that 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 model, that woman with the oh. the white face, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. And I'm wondering who, who's the artist. I, I discovered Patrick Nagel. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So I followed Patrick Nagel. I mastered. I mastered his style. Okay. Uh. So to make a long story short, uh. I actually ended up getting flown to to Santa Monica or, or California uh-huh. to meet with the president uh, of of um, 
Mirage Editions who managed who managed uh, Patrick Nagel because Patrick Nagel passed away. So they uh, were looking for the next Patrick Nagel. Oh, okay. So I oh. met with with them and they were going to to you know polish me, mold me, and uh-huh. uh, they were going to you know do art big art shows for me. I was oh, okay. I was twenty two. Oh, and I, wow. thought, I thought my my career was gonna shut up, you know, out in the artist space, uh, big, be like the next biggest uh, artist. <laughs> yeah, but I learned that you know it was just it's a Hollywood talk, you know. Okay, it's Hollywood talk. They could they, they, could, they promise everything and you <laughs> do and spit you out. But yeah, God has plans for me because I would have been uh, the category of a has been. Yeah. That, that's the epiphany of what I what I learned. There's a lot of artists who want, want to be categorized as certain artists, uh, you know, on their style. But a change is constant mm-hmm. in anything from fashion, music, and art. It just changes constantly. Oh, yeah. And you have to be able to adapt to it and evolve to it. Change know? with the times. Right. <laughs> the music, like Madonna, Michael Jackson, they, they reinvent themselves. Yeah. So... But there are certain styles of art that artists I know I love that they're consistent, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and like in the pinup world, like I I I got into like following artists like like uh, Alberto Vargas and Olivia, oh yeah and Olivia Olivia yeah. actually Olivia is like a friend of mine. Oh okay yeah I think I have some books of theirs. <laughs> yeah yeah we met her in San Diego and she was she's a sweet lady we we oh, still wow. chit chat back in that she's really sweet. So yeah. I I, uh, I followed their art, and there was other other artists I love like uh, uh, Soriyama. Uh, he's like he does all that that robot airbrushing. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's great with metal. Like he can make an uh, a, um, illustration like uh, look like like the robot look like reflective metal. Yeah. yeah. So I and um, but uh, found out years later you know wanted i wanted to put, put my mark put my place into where do i where do i belong as far as style yeah i always admired and loved fantasy art and frank frank Frasetta, you know one of the the grandmaster artists mm-hmm. was uh the one that that i mostly admired and i love his work so i i dove into you know from like nagel design and then got into like fantasy art Okay. And my goal is to to do to to open my imagination, explore my imagination, uh-huh. without having to use you know a photo photograph or copying a photograph, but using imagination and yeah. applying it into you know a drawing or a painting. Mm-hmm. And my goal was to get published, and, oh. and I and I achieved it. So I worked hard. So from like two thousand two thousand ten, I. I started laying down some concepts uh, like, you know, fairy, like fairy art and, and dragons. Oh, okay. It was mm-hmm. perfect at that time when, when, when Game of Thrones started. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, it was hot. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. starting, starting out, uh, starting up again, actually now with the, the new series oh, yeah. that they got now. I don't, I don't know, my, my artists who, you know, we're all big fans of Game of Thrones. They, f- they feel like they've been empowered again and they want <laughs> <laughs> want to create more art now they want to go to like conventions and sell art yeah 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 but you know personally <laughs> I, it sucks that a lot of that in the in the 
in the industry, comic book industry and art industry. It's yeah. like a lot of artists are, are like slaves to the trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Whatever's I hot. <laughs> I don't want to be that way. I want to be. I want to be that. I think it's maybe I'm an, I'm an individual, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning I I pave my own road and create my own art and yeah. not having to just because you know Game of Thrones is hot or the new one like House of Dragons. Oh, House of the Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. You know it. It it's I I do it. I when I create art. I want to create it for fun, not not just because I want to sell art. I want yeah. To sell art. yeah. <laughs> when you're in a lot of artists and they 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 uh, mark their they they jot down like how many hours they spent. Yeah. Is it like like when generally when I'm asked how many hours did you spend on this, you know, it looks like a lot of work. I can't give them a straight answer because I don't keep track of my hours. Mm-hmm. Keeping track of your hours, that's when you're gonna put value in it. Yeah. Right. I don't really put so much value as far as like money and value in my, my how my art is valued that way. I I I I have the, the soul value. I call uh-huh. it soul value. Soul value is like when you as an artist, when you put your heart and soul uh-huh. in artwork, there's there's more meaningful to it. You you become so attached to it that you love, you know, you it's like there, there's this fire in you. Like you want, you want to keep continue and co- create because you, you, you put your soul into it. Right. Right. And people who know art, when they look at a painting, they could feel the artist's soul. And that's yeah. why, I call it, you know, um, so it, it's when I, when I, as an artist, I'm also, I, I, I judge some art um, when I go to and get, get invited as an arts judge. So I look for that. I look, I look for, you know, composition, mm-hmm. Uh, storytelling, uh, symbolism, you know, mm-hmm. that's important, you know, because when it's that moment when you see, when you look at art, it grabs you. Yeah. You're trying to figure out what, what's something about this painting you love about it. That's, <laughs> that's the magical part about it. Yeah. And you know, when you, when you look at an art, you know, if it's shitty and you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You had uh, said you had judged some other people's work. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, our judge for a high school uh, art show. Okay. And uh, yeah, so yeah, it, it um, uh, you get get to see a lot of a lot of different uh, schools with their students, and you can tell, I, you can tell with I could or I could tell mm-hmm. you know, if the the teacher you know is a good teacher, good art teacher, because it yeah. shows it shows in the students' work. Okay. Yeah. So. And some some schools like, you know, sorry to say, but I, I you know, I'm like mm-hmm. telling myself, like, I can't believe, like, you know, they would even show this stuff. You know? Oh yeah, I got nothing to say because it's so, it's so, you know, just so there's nothing to it. There's not nothing artistic to it. So I look yeah. for that, you know, in the painting, you know, composition, sim- symbolism, yeah, storytelling mm-hmm. is uh could be it could, it could just be an abstract painting but if it's something that it's it's so like dynamic you know it just grabs you yeah but i've seen a lot of abstract old uh abstract paintings in the past that you know like that it's like probably like uh you ever seen those paintings like a big square and there's like a dot in the corner oh okay two, yeah two million dollars oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, you know and they and they you know there's an 
argument on that. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's something that the investment and it's like, the, yeah. One of the first minimalist type artists who, who painted it or invented it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Again, you know, it could be a, it could be a Picasso type painting, but you know, it's it's just something that when you see when when I look at a painting, I you know, I know if it's art. So yeah, yeah, yeah. When you do uh, your own art, is there a, a certain time in the the day that you like to do it uh, that you choose to do it, or or I'm a or night mu- music you listen to to uh, kind of help you? Eighties uh... eighties music. Yeah. I'm more I'm 80s. So I love I, I binge on the 80s music. Uh, I love I love Journey and Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, those those like they, those those are music it does I don't get bored with. Yeah, I can play it over and over. And yeah, yeah. I mean lately I've been I've been binging on you know Van Halen. Oh okay, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. And, um, but look, love love that like all kinds. So I, yeah open to anything i even listen to classical music sometimes oh yeah even yeah, I, yeah. too much of it i fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> i even like listening to like uh movie scores uh sometimes yeah and, uh yeah just to... yeah yeah i think uh what do i i think i was listening to uh there was the last soundtrack of tron tron and 300 oh so, okay yeah i have them on my itunes oh all right uh-huh yeah zero uh yeah how do you uh develop uh you know uh your art skills uh is it just from continuously uh drawing and pa- painting and practice yeah 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 just get just practice pra- pra- practice is like you know the mother of all skills uh-huh. and just anything people i i believe i truly believe that everybody has a certain they have a hidden talent mm-hmm. they just need to find it and and develop it you know yeah. own it and keep practicing it until they get it right problem is that a lot of them are lazy yeah a lot of them don't want they don't have the the fire the, in their blood that drive art mm-hmm. and drive right yeah they don't, just, they don't they don't have it so they want to do art they believe they can't do it or they're artists they 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 love art but they can't really draw and they they, they feel you know, discouraged and they don't want to continue, but yeah, that's when they fail. Mm-hmm. So they just, they just need to find their place and to, you know, have, have the confidence. So even if it's not the perfect art or realistic art, but creating art itself, you know, but when in their own, in their own uh, style and medium, you know, mm-hmm. but if it makes them happy, you know, um, you know, asking, asking for help. And a lot of artists don't like to ask for help. yeah yeah like to do it on their own yeah figure it out themselves themselves and they're wondering what's wrong why can't i get this right so they're not asking the right questions you know they need to go and ask you know our artists professional artists and ask them what the you know questions specific questions well how can i do it what can i learn how can you teach me i'm willing i'm willing to volunteer my time to to help you know any artist who's struggling you know Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I just don't like anyone wasting my time. Yeah. I tell them to show up on a certain hour, be in my studio, I'll teach you. And if they waste my time, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're ready. You lost me there. <laughs> yeah. Right. <Wasting> my time. <laughs> if you can't be there on time, you know, what else, uh, what else, what else you're going to lag on? <laughs> I've, I've had many, many who ask me, Hey, I want to learn airbrush, you know? Yeah. They, I show them that, you know, come to my studio. I'll, I'll show you. And they make excuses. Yeah. And the, my other, my other like little beef pet peeves about some artists. I, I teach them. You know what they need to know, yeah. And uh, maybe I don't want to sound so vain, but it's it's the the fact of uh, I mentioned this before about giving credit to you know teachers and artists. I mean, yeah. and mentors, yeah, who, who brought you up to the next level, right? And a lot of them that that generally like when they when they you know sponge out as much information as they can from like you know certain teacher or artist, uh-huh. and they take that and they take it with them. And then they, they claim it like they learned it on their own, but they didn't learn it on their own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They, want the, they want the spotlight. They want to be the people to believe that it came everything from them from themselves, but they didn't, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't like, develop that. They, <laughs> yeah. You know? So yeah. it gets me where people are not grateful. I just put it that way. They, they don't have the capacity to, to just, you know, like proclaiming the world. I want, you know, thank you to, you know, my teacher, my mentor, yeah. this artist. All right. I always do that. I always give credit to whoever, you know, mm-hmm. even if simple it's on Facebook and somebody posted something, you know, funny mm-hmm. or something educational. If yeah. I share it, I, I tag that person. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't take, put that and then, mm-hmm. you know, claim it like I'm the one who found the, the link <laughs> I found, you know, I don't, <laughs> yeah i don't think it's it's not right so but i'm always ethical and always you know very uh like respect i respect everybody mm-hmm. yeah yeah what's uh your take on uh digital work versus uh traditional uh artwork oh good topic right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm a i'm a traditionalist and, and uh but I, I have i've learned both skills and and uh you know with with traditional art you know, mastered uh, acrylic and, and oil painting and airbrushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got your digital world, the digital tools. Uh, and I'm also learned, you know, Adobe program with Photoshop and illustrators, illustrator. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach, I mentor and teach uh, young artists to, to uh, learn the fundamentals of art, you know, yeah. basic painting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they could apply that into when they learn Photoshop, like yes. digital painting. Uh-huh. And I have met artists. It blows my mind. I've, I've seen uh, phenomenal digital artists. They're fantastic at what they do. Yeah. But they, they reveal their, their secret, <laughs> bad secret that they can't paint. Oh, okay. So how to mix paint. Yeah. So <laughs> how did you, how did you, you know, because they so they spoil themselves. Yeah, they call it lazy. So they're lazy to learn how to mix paint, how to pick up a brush, how to set a canvas. You know, apply the processes. Yeah. So they they discover Photoshop or a digital program. Yeah. And then they get themselves either an iPad or whatever. Yeah. You know, monitor and they oh, like the Wacom, and so they yeah they just they digitally paint. You know, a lot of them hop on Instagram and 
you know, they show off their skill doing, doing all this digital, you know, painting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Digital painting. And they post it just to get likes just yeah. to, yeah. People that like love them. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's like a daily, like session. Like they gotta, you know, work in progress. It's work in progress right now. So they, and they post it and they like, they look for likes. Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, but again, you know, once, you know, you, you say, Hey, you know, can you draw me this and draw me that? And they, they, they can't, they don't know how, how to start, you know, how to, how to prepare or prep up a, a canvas. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's that. So the digital industry and it's so saturated right now with a lot of digital art. Yeah. It's, it's, we're losing, we're losing, a lot of artists who does all uh, the traditional ways, even, you know, in the old ways, people do like landscapes and oil paintings. It just it becomes like a smaller group now, you know, yeah. they're getting older. So they're losing that. So people, people get spoiled learning. Yeah. Right. Photoshop. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, but yeah, well, it's, it's good. It's good when you use it for the commercial world, you know, yeah. com- commercial industry with Adobe. It, it makes it speeds up the process of designing and creating digital art. Yeah, I understand that. You know, if you want to meet a deadline, just go to your Photoshop or Illustrator or InDesign, do yeah. a layout, and then meet the deadline. Right, right, right. But as far as you know, I there's no sole value to like a digital art when you create a digital art and you see a oil painting that. Yeah artist put his heart and soul into an oil painting right you see the digital digital painting that's yeah. print, printed on canvas right yeah. they digitize it they yeah. print it on canvas <laughs> but there is no soul value as they call it yeah because you're looking at a print right you still call it art yes it's still mm. art it's created but there's mm. no soul value because you you can't feel the texture of the paint right right, right can't look at it and and you know shed some tears looking at the, the beautiful painting that that artist actually created that with his own hand mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah i could uh i'll even take it a uh to the next level uh i want to do a uh a topic episode on uh um ai um, oh, it's, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. Mind blowing what i what i'm what i'm just just discovered recently in the ai <laughs> yeah I, there's a website where you can like describe or do it, type in a description. Uh huh. It will generate artwork for you. You don't even have to pick up a brush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you know, that they want to incorporate that into, you know, more jobs and more, you know, everything in general. And I'm, um, you know, there's people who are for it. Uh, of course, it'll probably be the, the big businessmen or whatever who are yeah, probably. They're, they're going to apply that into like, like the NFTs, you know, like all that all that new thing with a non-fungible type art where, you know, people claim that they could be millionaires selling NFTs or digital art. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, if it makes you happy and you have money in the bank, it's okay. Okay. It's all good. Right. Yeah. I I don't follow that uh, even too much. Do you know uh, anything about that? The NFTs and I, I I researched it and I've only seen, you know, artists who've, who've done it successfully it's really a brutal type of, of uh, part of in the art world because it's like um, you you can you know climb up 
as an NFT artist and make money, and then you could pump it because of kind of like a, it's like the stock market in a way. Okay, yeah. You know, if and the only way for for it to 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 like um, explode is you got to pound the pound and edit, promote promote it in social media. Well, okay. You know, you you can you can be the artist and then you could pretend like the fan and type it in. Hey, check out this you know hot artist right now, but you're like the one promoting yourself. So yeah. All these little tricks that they do, like to so people who are buy NFTs, you know, yeah. like are, are I probably get in trouble for it. Like fools, they're fools <laughs> who are like, oh my god, I gotta buy that now. I'm gonna you know. yeah. so they buy it for cheap and then they sit on it for a while and then it just I guess uh you know it it collects um value. Yeah. 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 Like I said, I don't know too much even about it. It's still uh, I think behind you, see the, all the artwork behind you? Yeah. So they, they could take like that, those graphics, and mm-hmm. what they do is they could just change the color. So yeah. that's the skull behind you says Mike five or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Vlaley. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So <laughs> they could put a space helmet on that skull mm-hmm. and you know, put maybe a pirate outfit. <laughs> they, ch- they change it. Yeah. And so when they, from what I understand, they, they, that one person would buy just that specific mm-hmm. image, own it, sit on it for a while. Yeah. Or let it brew and then, you know, just dump it and let somebody else buy it. So it grows that way. The value of it grows that way. Yeah. The NFT art. Yeah. But it, it, you know, um, but we're, we're, I'm diving into that too. We're, you know, with, with some, uh, two other, two of my friends. So we're, yeah. we'll see where it take it, but it's something, something we're trying. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm open. I'm open to it. I'm not against it. It's just something like I'm afraid that because of how, again, change. Yeah. You know, it, it's like things change so fast that. Right. And you can invest so much time into it. And then next week it's like, yeah, nothing. It's, it's yeah. worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, cell phones. Uh, <laughs> they're, yeah, exactly. they're, cell phones. We were... in, in two years, you know, the new one is obsolete, and you know they're on yeah, to we, the next one. Last last holiday, we were so into uh, getting you know the our family getting the the you know thirteen. Yeah, I got the thirteen Max Pro. Just yeah. after I got we got it a few maybe a month or two later, they're announcing. 14 oh jeez! <laughs> without without that little you know that what do you call it that thing in the top that uh, yeah they're eliminating that or something but uh, okay <laughs> so i you know the the my my phone before this i i i had a i i held on to the 10 for a while yeah and until i let it i let it let them develop it more and figure it out and i thought they maybe they they figure it out in the 13 and they're not gonna be <laughs> they keep doing that they yeah yeah they keep changing it just to make money they have to make they have to make they got to leave something for for them to change someday <laughs> yeah. something new so they yeah. can like, sell more and people will go crazy like <laughs> see a long line in apple store people wanting the, the next best thing you know and they want to yeah. show yeah so anyway next question <laughs> yeah what uh what is some of your favorite uh favorite and least favorite parts of pr- uh the professional art world favorite part um yeah let's see where well in 
in their, I guess if they to categorize it in the reality of it is yeah. uh, favorite part is working hard, making money, being able to feed my family. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just the basics. You know, when, yeah. when, when I get a, a, a gig, you know, um, big gig, big projects and you mm. get the check. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, I feel good. You know, you get, yeah. <laughs> I, I could mortgage, you could take care of mortgage and bills. Right. Yeah. But like, it also feels good, you know, that people, you know, uh, uh, appreciate your work and are yeah. willing to, you know. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it feels good. I, I, I feel successful. I feel like yeah. I have come full circle in that way. You know, I, I, I have so much confidence. Um, like I said before, learning the business is a key factor into if you want to be an artist and you want to make it in the real world, learn business. Yeah, learn yeah. Business, learn business. Yeah, it's almost like you need a, uh, a um, someone to do that for you. Almost sometimes the the whole business side of it. Yeah. <laughs> At least, yeah. The least least part I don't like is um, dealing with um, clients that mm. are um, control freaks. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. learned I learned how to say no. <laughs> people that i don't want to work with them yeah i don't care if they're billionaires yeah right? if they if they, they they want to control the situation so as, as i was saying the you know my least favorite was uh you know dealing with clients yeah are you know difficult, difficult ones difficult don't you know they they like to control how much they want to pay you yeah but i i learned a valuable lesson of the power of no so yeah. I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't have that in me, like to be able to get up and say no and walk out. Yeah. Awesome feeling. Yeah. 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 Meaning, meaning <laughs> I, I'm willing to go to be broke and yeah. work with somebody like that who, who's telling you, you know, they just want to control you. Yeah. They demand it. And I've had a client who demanded when he wanted his painting, like he, he uh. <laughs> like, yeah, don't work like that <laughs> he's a nice guy and he, he cuts me a check a deposit and then he turns on the asshole switch oh boy and he demands like i want that thing i want the thing painted in, you know in a week <laughs> i go no it's impossible i can't i can't do that yeah goes, i'll pay you another extra five grand to get it done oh I go, wow no. i said keep your money i don't want i don't doesn't work that way he was really <laughs> he was seriously wanting to, willing to pay me an extra five grand wow Yep, because he he's impatient. I've never yeah. met, I've never met people like that who are just like like a, a big baby, like an impatient. Um, I don't I couldn't I couldn't think of anything else besides you know because just with with you know my my favorite part and my good part. It's just that it's like there there's just that certain yin and yang, you know. Yeah. That, like light and dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Because uh, it, it is it is a good feeling as an artist. You're respected as an artist. You get paid for well for your skills and your value. You mm-hmm. know? So and uh, there's there are a lot of things that I learned. That's why you know I I always I love mentoring you know artists who want to get in the industry mm-hmm. for them to hear you know the, what what goes on and some of the uh, pros and cons. You know I'm I'm willing to show that to them. It's stuff that they don't teach at school. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And yeah. Do you uh, create your, your artwork and then uh, um, have customers, you know, purchase it that way? Or is it uh, they hire you to come I, up? I used to, I did that. I got, I got into the, uh, 
uh, comic book industry and I attended comic cons mm, okay. you know, from 2008 up to 2014. Okay. I, I burnt out actually like, because yeah. I, I was questioning me as an artist that I've already accomplished everything. Mm-hmm. Do I want to continue do this every year? Yeah. So I, as I mentioned, I don't want to be a slave to the dollar or a slave to the trends. Yeah. I've become kind of like that where I'm slave, slaving myself to create art that what I thought was, you know, hot or would, would sell. Yeah. Yeah. But am I enjoying my, am I, uh, yes, I'm an artist, but am I enjoying my time? No. I don't, yeah. I don't want to be dragging two carts of my, my <laughs> backdrop in my art. Yeah. Set up, you know, on Thursday and then <laughs> prepare for the whole, you know, weekend or a four day show. Yeah, yeah. Was that like a C two E two or something? C two, you know, Wiz- Wizard World, which Wizard World is now called Fan Expo, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, and you know, and I saw that in the beginning, I was always excited and in awe to go be part of Artist Alley, and I get to see and meet all these other artists I saw, you know, online or internet or books. Yeah, yeah. They're there. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, I saw the sad part of it, that there was a lot of artists that are, most of them are copying each other. Uh, okay. Right? They get inspired by like the same backdrop or the same setup or the same style of art because they thought if that artist is selling with that certain style, yeah, I can yeah. do the same. And so they, they yeah. try to do that. And a lot of them are, think they're artists, but they're not artists. Yeah. They're, they're afraid to, afraid to be individuals. <laughs> yeah, they're just Joe Blow trying trying to make it, you know, trying to want to break into the, the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are like the the you know pro uh, published artists mm-hmm. that they 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 were like the uh, the the forefront who already established themselves mm-hmm. in the comic book industry. Yeah, yeah, um, but. It's a it's a tough it's a tough field if if you don't really know much about it, you know and, and they when I say copy like so they every as every convention comes they learn a little bit more they improve themselves each year mm-hmm. and then once they get to a certain point they 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 think like there's some mm. you know magnificent <laughs> rock star artist but <laughs> yeah you know, yeah. And, uh, some artists I've met that who bragged that they're artists and they even brag how like they, they taught and they, they were teaching in college mm-hmm. but when they saw their art, it doesn't seem to match. Mm-hmm. It doesn't match their, what they talking about as far as skill set. Yeah. Uh, if you're you know, a teacher, you, you're, you're doing all this art, but then the strangest thing is they, they were asking me for advice. Oh, okay. I'm like, Wait a minute! You're supposed to be a teacher, a mentor. You should know. Why are you ask? You know, like they're asking me, like, how do you do this? How do you do that? What, what type of brush did you use? <laughs> Again, it blows my mind. Um, and I, you know, hate to sound like I am sounding kind of cynical about it, but that's just uh, the things I discovered. Of, yep. You know what's what's out there, and mm-hmm. then I I've met other artists that are who are really good, but then they're arrogant. Well, okay. They think they think they you know they they made it and yeah. It should be like worship. I'm like, <laughs> really arrogant. Like, I don't yeah. want, I, I met, I don't want to name names, but I, I met famous artists, legendary artists who were just arrogant. Yeah. 
too many cop. been too many people been telling them at the conventions that they're great <laughs> yeah real cocky and like who are yeah. you don't give a shit you know <laughs> yeah. so yeah but anyway it's not like i want it's not you know it's not looking for the same respect it's just like you respect people you know you just you just, you just have the courtesy to just you know right be, nice, be kind right but we're all people <laughs> they're walking around like you know there's some kind of god artist like <laughs> yeah yeah, well, yeah. But also i met artists like who you know they want to see my art they ask me they they, they see my art mm-hmm. and they feel discouraged like because they wanted to be uh, at my level generally want to be in my level do what i'm doing mm-hmm. they, then they feel sad like they, they walk away no oh, yeah. another mind-blowing moment was that you know meeting artists like that and they they feel like they're doing something wrong and they, they walk away and like, yeah. that's the time. Out. That's the time they should be asking you, you know? Yeah, they should. I'm willing to, I really, really <laughs> help anybody. I'm, I'm, I'm very eager, you know, because yeah. I want to pass on what I know. And if, I, I love seeing my fe- fellow artist friends successful. Yeah. Help them. You know, I have, I have one artist, a friend of mine, one of my best friends. I help him clean up his heart, art. You do pencil drawings. Um, and then, uh, you know, I take him to Photoshop and I clean him up for him. And then he prints, he, he, he does limited edition prints and he sells it at a convention. Oh, okay. Yeah. Other, other artists, friends of mine say, you know, it, it's not his art anymore. You know, you, you did it. I was like, well, I want to see him succeed. Mm-hmm. If, if God puts me in this earth for me to help him, so be it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's just the way I see it. I have, I have my set skills in helping this one friend of mine, an artist get to that level. Fine. You know, but yeah. I do get paid. It's mm-hmm. just, I don't get paid the top dollar. I, I mm-hmm. I'm just fair. You know, I, I charge mm-hmm. him what, what he could afford it. Yeah. But the, the, the good part of it is like that artist or anyone, if I teach him the how to, if mm-hmm. they, if they execute what I taught them or what I gave up, gave to them. Yeah. And, you know, take it to that, to a convention and sell. If they're making money, I'm happy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they did something instead of like slacking off and didn't even, you know, why did I waste my time Yeah, doing all this? And you're not really going out there pounding the payment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does so, he ever uh, come back then and uh, ask you like uh, what, what you're doing to clean up his work that he could maybe, you know, do that himself or uh, he's not, he's not, a, he's not in, he's, He's no. computer literate. He doesn't. Oh, okay. Do okay. <laughs> he's, he's another might, you know, um, surprise to me with some people, they don't want to, to learn or dive into learn on their own so they can do it themselves. Yeah. Just, the brain doesn't work that way. Okay. okay. Very limited there. He's only focused on like what he does best. Yeah. And that's it. You know, mm-hmm. there are like Marvel, Marvel and DC, you know, has approached him to like do work for them, but he doesn't want to face deadlines. Oh yeah. Yeah. They have the pressure to like <laughs> yeah. create art for them. He gets paid, <laughs> but he doesn't yeah. want to face the deadline. He wants to be on his own time. Yeah. For, for free. Time. <laughs> free, free of everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, guys, you know, if you've been approached that way and you're like, you got, you didn't, you're so afraid to, you know, face that that the reality of that, that this is this is the this is the big time you know yeah, yeah. but anyway um yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh do you uh yeah uh how do you manage like a, a work life uh work life and uh 
life life uh balance uh as an artist you you take time to you know not I, not always work <laughs> I, I'm, all, I'm all about balance i'm all yeah. about there, there's a there's a balance and and being my own boss uh you know I, i'm also like very uh disciplined yeah i have to be you have to be disciplined with your time yeah because uh, my you know my my motto and my simple motto is life is short life is too short yeah and i want to accomplish as much as i can so each day you know make up make make your bed yeah. right make your bed um well my boys are grown but as a family man, as a father, I always make sure my, my family's taken care of. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boy's already, my oldest one is already has his own business. So he's, he's out yeah. making money. My second oh. one just graduated college this year. Oh, so he's wow. figuring out what he wants to do as far as work. But, you know, I have that balance of uh, being responsible to take care of, you know, uh, make, make dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, like I say, yeah, I wake up, make my bed, come out to the studio or go to Naperville and do my work in the morning, come home uh take care of things and then go to my project in the studio mm-hmm. and then come dinner time i to help my wife because she does she also works you know i we kind of do flip-flops i make dinner she'll make dinner another day but yeah or yeah. we'll buy we'll go to the drive-thru and buy you know mm-hmm. portillos or something like that <laughs> yeah. yeah so but there yeah, there's a certain you know balance uh, that you know we we stick with you know we keep life simple right you know, right, right, right. Um, I, my my lifestyle is is uh, you know people think I'm I'm stuck in the in the fifties so oh, I mean, <laughs> you know, the hair, oh yeah <laughs> I, I drive no I have my you know I, I keep it authentic I, I drive a fifty seven Chevy uh-huh. I, my garage I have three car garage and my third car garage is like a diner oh okay yeah diner you know got a, I got a hot rod I, I got a, a nineteen thirty Model A in the garage too oh so. okay yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a lifestyle. It's a daily it's a daily driver. I take that, and you know why why would I want to hop onto a modern day car and be boring? I mean, that's sorry, but I love you know you hop in a '57 Chevy with your sunglasses, turn on the music, I <laughs> hey. drive to work. What's so that's cool. <laughs> Do it. Traditional artists living a traditional life. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You make you make your choice, and then there's that balance where you you know who you are. You know, you know what you yeah. want to do. Right, right. It's a good feeling. You know, there, there, there's a there's a certain feeling when you when you come full circle, mm-hmm. when you've done everything that you wanted to do. Uh, you know, one, for me it was was one two two things was getting published. Mm-hmm. I got published got experience that um second was being in the gallery good gallery work oh yeah uh, but getting ex- those experiences it, it it opened my eyes that those things are not that important they're not as glamorous as i thought it were or this, mm. it is. so yeah. everything that i've accomplished narrowed it down to what is more important to me is my family too because yeah. there's like a lot of artists um I have to point out like a lot of artists that I've met are divorced mm-hmm. because they are married to their work. They live no. in a suitcase. Yeah. They go convention to convention. Mm-hmm. They come home. Sure. They make the money, but even yeah. if they don't make the money, that's also something bad. You don't come home with the money. The wife is <laughs> off you. They don't make any money. <laughs> yeah. So they, you know, you're, there is that bad part about it. Cause you're, you're disconnected with your, with your spouse. Right. 
right? Like truck drivers, the same thing. Truck drivers are gone for like, you know, weeks. Yeah. Home and the wife don't want to be married anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I learned the important part that what's important is, you know, it's creating that balance where you're I'm focused to what's more important. So right. what, what came to my, to a point where my job right now in downtown Naperville is, is real good. Yeah. There's a certain balance where uh, I don't need to be, you know, creating new art that's hot and yeah. sell prints in the convention. Yeah. I actually have a, an honorable job that is good that I'm, I'm taking care of the city. The right. public. Yeah. I'm beautifying a town. It's a local town. Yeah. And everything that I've learned since I was a kid up to the interior design firm, you know, uh, all the mediums. Yeah, even when I learned in the industrial arts, uh, you know, from woodworking to electrical, electronics, mm-hmm. metal work, mm-hmm. summed up to my job now because whatever is, is, if there's an issue, I know how to fix it. Yeah. That is the most beautiful thing as far as, like I said, being a versatile artist. Mm-hmm. You want to survive in this world. Yeah. My job is a specific job, but it's a beautiful job, a perfect job for me. <laughs> all my skill sets sums up to that yeah that all the convention <laughs> yeah. famous artist type yeah uh, doesn't mean nothing to me yeah yeah it's what i do that <laughs> puts food on the table and people respect my me as an artist and mm-hmm. you know it really feels good mm-hmm. it feels good mm-hmm. you know if you're making me if you're making music you're recording music mm-hmm. and you know, you live your dream, putting it out there, you're recording people listening to your music and you yeah. get this love and this respect back that yeah. you are doing something right to them because they love your lyrics. You love your song. Right. And, you know, sure you're making money, but you, you somehow, maybe you change somebody's life because yeah. of your writing. Yeah. So yeah. it's the same thing when you're an artist, you create, you, you're doing something good. So I, I like, I love the fact that, you know, I, 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 I have a position right now that, that, or my job right now, you know, is, is very honorable. So. Yeah. Yeah. Have you uh, collaborated with uh, other artists uh, have, to do like a piece or? Yes, I, I have. Yeah, I have. I've done that um, about a few times. Um, even did, I forgot what it was, but did volunteer with collaboration for, for the veter- veterans. Oh, okay. Raise money for veterans. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Have would, you uh experienced uh creative block uh and if so uh how would you do to overcome that? <laughs> oh, creative block. Yeah, you know, it yeah. happens to all to all of us artists, the creative block. Um in the past, yeah, when when I didn't really know anything about what I want to do as far as my style. Uh-huh. I didn't really know. So most artists, what they do is they copy. They they they, they get like a, a piece of art, a photograph that they like, and they, they translate it into like a drawing or art. They copy. Yeah. But nothing, no creativity in that because you're not using your imagination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love it when artists use their imagination, but copying, you know, from a photograph doesn't really do nothing for me. Yeah. Because I know, I, I know what it is. What, what you know, it's it, there. It's like they're they're at this that that mid level of what they think they're artists by creating and doing something from a photograph. Yeah. If you want to be a true artist, you know, 
use your imagination, create from your imagination. Right. That's why it's, it's art. You yeah. Can, you know, and you create mm-hmm. art because you're using imagination. Like, you know, it doesn't matter if it's like abstract or, but if you use imagination and you're, you're seeing something in your mind and you mm-hmm. translate it, put it in a piece of paper. Yeah. You're creating. Right. Right. From, from nothing to this. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a great it, thing. Now, now you're there's something that you, you feel in your energy in the blood that you that you feel like you're actually an artist that so you are creating. Yeah, but if you're copying, I mean, think about it. If you're copying a a photograph, would you call yourself an artist? You're creating. Like, <laughs> <laughs> call yourself a those, a, those a artwork. Be, yeah, those artwork behind you. That's art. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. art. That's mm-hmm. that's from an imagination. Right. See? Right. Yeah, it, it doesn't impress me if I see a hyper, like they call it hyper realistic painting or artwork. Yeah. It's like they, they copy an artwork to the exact detail. Mm-hmm. The eyelash, right? The highlight mm-hmm. and the eyelash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mind blowing. That doesn't do nothing for me. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. Like, so I look at it. So you see like, okay, so maybe it is somewhat sexual type of painting or something suggestive. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I've seen this artist who does, I'm not going to name his name, but he <laughs> does like photograph of, um, or takes photograph um, of a model mm-hmm. and then he pours honey, like coming <laughs> down, right? And then yeah. the model would like lick the honey with <laughs> their tongue. Yeah. So he takes that yeah. and he puts it in a huge canvas and then projects it. You know, he doesn't really freehand it, projection. So he just... yeah. And then he he makes it like paint paints it like to look like a photograph, just like like the, like the photograph. Yeah, it's painting. Yeah, you know? it's a form of art or form of tool and form of process. Yeah, but for me, you know, they say art is subject, sub- subjective. You know? Yeah, I don't, yeah. Like, I don't like that phrase. Art is subjective. Subjective. <laughs> subjective. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's true to me. There's shitty art, there's good art, and there's true art. Mm-hmm. You know, true art is what you know what what moves you. It moves you. You see something, even if, again, if it's simple art. You love you love your skateboard art right there. That mm-hmm. moves. Yeah, it's something that some, somebody created. Mm-hmm. But that's just it. That's just my my little venting beef about <laughs> stuff. <so>. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so. becoming. Becoming a full-time artist uh, seems pretty scary, you know, financial-wise and and such. Uh, what's some advice you can give, uh, t- you know, to a a young artist uh, starting out and maybe wanting to decide to become a a, a full-time artist? Yeah, find find the uh, their individual individuality, their uh-huh. style, and their skill. You know, develop that skill. Yeah, and you know. Again, as an artist, you want to be an artist, use your imagination. There, there are two types. You got your fine art industry, fine art, and you got your commercial world. The commercial world is where the money is. You can, you can make money quick, quickly. Way, you know, if you learn commercial art and advertising and graphic design, especially logo, logo design. Yeah. You, you, can, you can generate you know, uh, income by designing logo for, for company, from small mm-hmm. companies to big corporations. The corpor- big corporations have more money, bigger budget. Yeah. So, and then you got your fine art. The fine art doesn't really pay much. It's like the fine art is where people rely, artists rely on doing one, you know, art shows or, yeah. or a group of art artists 
you know, yeah. and they hope that somebody will come in and buy their art, mm-hmm. you know? but money comes and goes. So let's say they, they sell the painting and that's it. Like, you know, they, they got to yeah. sell more. They, yeah. they come home with like $200 or something. That's it. <laughs> After all night of drinking and champagne and toasting on their art show. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean shit, but <laughs> yeah. You know, so what? You sell one painting, but um, it, again, at the end of the day, is it, you know, if you be able to be sustained, what you do, make good money, pay your bills, support your family, you know, but again, there's that, the fine art and the commercial world, it's, it's two different animals. Mm-hmm. In the commercial world, that's where you need to learn business. Yeah. The, 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 you know, the young artist needs to learn business, uh, master the business of art, um, learn the process of you know, uh, negotiation and uh, the contracts. They need yeah. to, to specific, uh, put specifics in their terms. You know, because they can, their clients can, can get you and they can still get you if you're, you know, young artists and you, they know that you, you, you're, you're a young artists, you don't know much business yeah. and they, they could, they could like manipulate you in a way, like I said, the, the, the uh, control freaks, but they, <laughs> yeah, they, they can, um, you know, um, just, just uh, tell the young artists like, you know, yeah, you know, we'll, if they don't know business, so what what would happen is if they the client if they did a sketch and they say client, oh let me take this with me, I'll talk to my partners. Yeah. The general rule is like don't leave without a signed contract or a deposit because yeah. you know it, it just locks in it locks in the in you know that project. Yeah. That the client is buying to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I you know it's also a respect factor respect the the artist as a business person and you know be ethical yeah but never never give a client an idea or a sketch without you know any signed contracts or a deposit yeah it's it happens a lot where you know they could take that and then next thing you know you the mm. artist is driving around and they see their logo outside oh, the yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's my logo <laughs> i'm you know? uh I have a brother who uh, does uh, tattoos and uh, he's even said, you know, he has people come in, you know, wanting a tattoo drawn up for them. And he tells them, you know, okay, let's do this. Here's the price. And then they hear like the price or something. And then they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. Let me, let me look at this design. And they try to take it and try to go to another tattoo artist for a better price or something. It's like, Oh man. Never, never give, never give, not even like text, never text the client. The good, what's good is always, you know, unless, unless they have a relationship, long relationship with that client who will never screw them. Yeah. They'll never do that. They they, they should never do that. They were never uh, able to put some kind of, barcode or not a barcode but uh what do they call that watermark or something over it or something or <laughs> it doesn't even mean anything man yeah oh, okay uh, yeah they would they would still take that because what they what these people you mm-hmm. know the clients whoever they are yeah they, they see you as a young artist who cannot afford a lawyer yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. Feel like you're you don't have the power or yeah. even like who are you to even like before you knock, knock on my door, you want to beat me up. Next, like, you know, Vinny, the bodyguard, the security guy standing by the door. Like, yeah. Now you're like, you don't, you didn't get it. You didn't get your, your, your check, you know? Yep. But, uh, 
I have, I have, uh, I have friends who are um, in the, let's say, uh, countertop business. Yeah. Construction. So they, when they build a house or they know the client, they, the client says, I want, you know, or I'm building a restaurant or I'm building a house. I want a mural. Okay. So I get business that way through, you know, through recommendation, Mm -hmm. you know, so I don't advertise. So I I have, I build a reputation uh, with building good friendships, you know, with, with people. Yeah. They, they know I'm reliable. They know Mm -hmm. I do quality work. Now the client, when they're hearing that and they know that I'm, I'm legit, I'm highly recommended. They don't want to shop anymore. Yeah. And, and then they don't want to disrespect, you know, let's say my friend, they're, they're taking my friend's suggestion and going with that. Yep. And funny thing though, I only, I only see this in my, my, um, amongst the Italians, American (laughs) Italian friends, right? (laughs) Okay. They have this honor code. Yeah. It's, It's really fascinating that the honor code is like, you know, you know, yeah, use this kid. You know, he's a good kid. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they would, they would honor that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. would, and there's a thing where they also compete, since you know if they're all rich, right? Either they're like millionaires. Yeah. You don't want to look cheap. <laughs> yeah. They're willing to pay, you know, thousands of dollars for his art, and then brag about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So yeah, I did. Yeah, I did this mural here, and I got this. You know, like it's like the Palacio in Las Vegas. And so, another, so one of their rich friends would see that, and like, yeah, give me the number of that kid. Ah, uh, yeah. And it goes like that. Yeah, yeah. And next thing you know, another got another big big gig. But yeah, what's a cool thing is that they, you build that relationship with that, you know, client. Yeah, it goes a long way. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so for me, being that young, small artist, all of a sudden, you know, I like evolved from that because of my, you know, um, work ethic, mm-hmm. reliability and quality of work. Yeah. Now, yeah. Good reputation. <laughs> yeah, one, one important advice I was given to me uh, by my old bosses, uh, which is very important is to, for, you know, for young students who are listening, mm-hmm. stay humble. Okay. Yeah. Stay humble. People don't like arrogant artists. They don't want an artist walking around with a dollar sign in their forehead. Yeah. Okay. Now, if they're hired, right? If they get a commission, they're hired. Do your job. Do it well. Right? Don't complain. Yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah. of them complain because they're frustrated young artists. They, they're not making the money. They don't know what's wrong, what they're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? So, if you don't complain, you stay humble and work with the client. That goes a long ways. Yeah. It does. It just because now you build a good relationship. They trust you and they highly recommend you. Mm-hmm. Right. You mm-hmm. do one project, another project, and then next thing you know, you got a, a big book of portfolio of work mm-hmm. that you've done for these big, big name people or big corporation. Yeah. They can't knock that down because you get, you know, why why are you going to knock down my price? Look, look mm-hmm. at all these people I work with. Yeah. You know, it's embarrassing. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah. So if you, you know, I have a, I have a solid portfolio. I think you've seen my website. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it shows right there. 
all the hard work I've done, you know, for, for like 37 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 57. Yeah. So I, I started in a got broken industry and I was 20. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that seems like a good, uh, pretty good place to, uh, to stop uh, for this one. Uh, you want to uh, give out uh, your information where uh, people can uh, check your stuff out at and, uh, and yeah, well, my, look my, you my, up. Yeah. My, my website is, uh, uh, it's a DM like for, for Donnie Dio's daughter Mondero. So DM uh, artanddesign.com. Okay. Yeah. Uh, DM artanddesign.com. Mm-hmm. I'm also in, in Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, It's under art of Mondero. You know, oh, art okay. underscore of underscore Mondero. Nice. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm so. not always active there, but I, I, post, I post whenever I can. So. Wow, nice. Yeah. Some uh, young artists can check out your work and, uh, you know, maybe if they have some questions or something, they could send it over to you and your your DMs and your <laughs> and Instagram. And, 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 uh, also shout out to Claudia for hooking us up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big shout out to her for uh, yeah, yeah in, introducing us uh, this way. And uh, yeah. yeah, I see her, see her where, where I'm working right now. I'm doing a restoration on the elevator shaft and she parks at the the upper fifth level uh-huh. she goes through the got, cuts through there and she sees me working that's how we got to get started to uh, oh okay yeah yeah chat, so yeah yeah and then, she, <laughs> then she mentioned you and yeah, I said, yeah I'll, I'll do it yeah oh yeah yeah i really appreciate your time and uh you know considering everything in the logging uh, uh, freezing up and stuff <laughs> but uh <laughs> i'll edit it all together and uh, it, it'll be good though yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank. Thank you. Thank you for your time. And you, 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 you are listening to a monster production. <laughs>